bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, let's get it. 6.06 in the Mile High City, six minutes past the hour. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic. On the air everywhere, boys, what is up? Uh, it's just uh, it's Saturday night. It's time to talk food and beverage and have, have a little fun doing it. Great show tonight. Brian, how you doing? Turn your mic on there. Awesome, awesome, there awesome. Go. It's a little uh, chili palmer outside, which means it's perfect for some nice steaks and uh, whiskey. I think it's a beautiful time for night. Steaks and whiskey. Boy, uh, speaking of steaks and whiskey, our field trip Thursday night at Urban Farmer and, and Chef Chris Starkis just laid it out for us, boys. It was uh, a beautiful, beautiful restaurant. The old McCormick's, right, on that corner? Is yeah. that what it is? In, uh, right there with the Oxford Hotel. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful in there. They've got the cheese carts uh, that come by and, it, and and blow your mind on on how many things there are to talk about cheese. So we dropped 500 Yeah. <laughs> Easy. And it was probably well over that. 500 bucks for a dinner. Yeah. Uh, but there was five of us. There was five know, of us. So Yeah, divide that up. And, and listen, the stuff that he brought out. And even, uh, you know, the highlight for me was uh, he's a beekeeper and the honeycomb. That he brought out, straight, you know, straight from his little bee farm or big bee farm. He didn't show it to us. I think we'll get to see it here soon. Uh, but he just cut a chunk of that honeycomb out, served it like a piece of cake. And I'll tell you what, the most delicious thing, and he paired it with, do you remember what he paired that with drink-wise? It, it was uh, some alcohol that he might have been making in-house, but um, I'll tell you, it was a slice of heaven. It was It was delicious. So uh, kudos to Urban Farmer and all, all they're doing with their sourcing. Um, the sustainability program. Uh, do, do they buy from Growers Organic? They sure do. We actually uh, bring them a local farmer's spinach every week. Every week? Every week, yeah. We have a little local farmer on the western slope. My friends over at Field to Fork, Jessica and Scott Radowski, incredible couple right in Palisade, growing stuff all winter long in Colorado. So this weather, They've got a greenhouse. It's my, there. my new barometer, you guys, is, um, hey, do you guys use Growers Organic? Because I know if they're looking at you, Brian, that um, they're on the right track. Well, they definitely have some insight to what's going on. That's, you know, one of the things I can tell you about my whole team. Experts. We we know, you know, my, my head of sales has a, a farm herself. She manages 400 acres of a wildlife preserve. You, you got to bring people to the table that know what they're talking about. It's not, it's not like we just show up. Right. And uh, Chef Chris Starkis, he, he's, I think he was a Las Vegas guy, and then he moved to Northern California and worked as a private chef in that capacity. Then he applied for the job at uh, Urban Farmer. And I'll tell you what, the fit's right. It, it just fits real nice yeah. there. So I encourage you, uh, if you're in the shot of our voice and, and you want to get downtown and, and maybe even Valentine's Day, uh, give give Urban Farmer a shot. I, th- I think I saw a bunch of uh, first dates. Oh, definitely <laughs> down there. I I love seeing that. If, and I think that myself, and maybe not a first, but I'm never taking a first date 
to a place that expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, it's that's you know, it depends on if you're a gambling man. You know, that's, right. that's definitely a place if you want to improve your odds of of a successful date and take that however you want. You know, uh, I think that's a great place to to, to improve your odds of impressing somebody. Here's uh, the lineup for tonight's show. It's a good one. Of course, at six fifteen, we're going to check in with our friends. Uh, Chef Kerry Baird and Chef Brother Luck, who are uh, top chef season 15. And we'll give you the status report on how that's going. But we did make a uh, stop by after our urban farmer date. We went to Bardo uh, Thursday night because that's when Top Chef airs. We were a little late, didn't get to watch it with Kerry. Um, but um, just, I love Bardo. <laughs> oh, well, Carrie, come on. I mean, one, I think she's won it, but she's not telling us. But right. I think. You know, we're down to what, four? I don't know. I think it's four, four or five. Yeah. Four. Four or five. Four. And then Last Chance Kitchen it all in itself. And so Last Ch- Chance Kitchen, what it is, is the chefs that get eliminated get an opportunity to get back into the competition. And they do it on Bravo, uh, bravotv.com. And they show a series of these chefs that were eliminated that battle it out head to head. And then the final one. Uh, and it comes down to it this week. They'll announce who gets back on the show. But Chef Brother Luck, he beat out like five or six chefs. Uh, and it comes down to him and Joe. Joe, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think Brother's going to get back in this competition. It's going to have something to do with Carrie. So if you're a Top Chef fan, uh, you want to be tuned in to this next segment, which you're going to really, really uh, enjoy hearing from Brother and Carrie because these guys are just uh, representing Colorado like uh, nobody's business. Well, and it's funny, too, because their personalities are polar opposites. Yeah. You know, uh, Carrie's the quiet, sweet, but she's handling business. And then Brother's just uh, in your face, and I'm handling business. Yeah, he's a competitor. Boy, is he a competitor. And that last chance kitchen, Greg, that you're talking it's about. Cool. It's I mean, for me, when I watch the two, you know, it's hard for me to not be a little bit more interested in the last chance just because of brother and we know him and he's yeah. on the show. And that one is, I mean, this is, you know, it's last chance. Like, and, and that's straight it. Ahead. I would encourage you, you probably got a few minutes now until they get on, go to bravotv.com and, and check out this last, last chance kitchen where brother is just, uh, like I said, going head to head with Joe, <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, at the end of it, it just stopped short. I thought I was going to know that he's either back in or not, but no. This yeah, Thursday night, night they're yeah. gonna they're but, gonna give that off. So, and Greg, let me chime in there because the reality is with that last chance kitchen, at that point they're losers and they're fighters. Yes, because they want back in, and so I think they're more scrappy than than what's going on in the show. Because I think you know. you're well, here's the, the game thing's Brian, different. Is, is they don't see themselves as losers, and especially in Brother's case, because he feels that he's there wrongfully. Yeah, vindication. So yeah, in his mind, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, listen, I know I'm in Last Chance Kitchen, but I don't deserve to be. Like I should still be in the full fledged Top Chef, but he's fighting his way back. Here's a good one: February 19th Presidents Awards Dinner. It's for the ACF Colorado Chefs Association's putting it on at the Stanley. Uh, marketplace, the Stanley Hangar, and you have an opportunity to have probably one of the most delicious dinners you're ever going to have. Uh, tickets are available on Eventbrite, but if you just go to uh, ACF Colorado on Facebook, there's a uh, right there, front and center, there is an event page, and you it has all the ticket information and everything else, but this gal I fell in love with, her name is Joan Brewster. She's the executive director of the ACF. She's going to join us at 6.30 on 630KHOW to talk about uh, that dinner that we will be uh, present at and doing some great interviews 
um, with chefs here in Colorado, and it's just a great highlight, and the ACF is doing a, a bunch of great work. So I can't wait to talk to Joan Brewster and have heavily involved in the ACF is Chef Christopher Moore, who you uh, probably have heard in the past few weeks that have been on the show. He's a friend of the show. He's a big advocate of the show, and we couldn't um, think anything more of Chef Christopher Moore. He, he's just a, a stand-up guy. In the kitchen, we're going to do something kind of cool. Brian Freeman, we always like to get into his wheelhouse, and I've decided since I just got back into Florida, and first of all, great job last week, you guys, holding down the fort. Um, I did have to tune in for a couple of minutes to hear Chef Kerry Baird and Brother Luck, which uh, I'll teach you how to use those phones here uh, soon. Wh- last week, uh, I messed up the phones, and I want, I wish and, I and could. There's nothing worse than saying, here's a problem you're going to face, so I'm going to show you how to do it. So there's nothing worse than identifying a problem before it happens and then still having a problem. It, can and I, there is no defense for that. I, well, there you is should. somewhat. Uh, you told me you said something about double clicking, and then and you then lock I, them in, and then you go to the next guest and you can bring them on. But you obviously did not do that, so you hung up on Carrie twice. And, and, twice. That's a good job there, pal. Uh, yeah, but uh, other than that, you know what? I'm just so proud of you guys. You, you just do such a bang up job. And, and if I if I have the opportunity to step aside and go see my old man in Florida and my sister and my niece and my brother-in-law and, and know that you guys are here uh, with TJ holding it down, it's it's just um, it's heartwarming. It really is. So in the kitchen with Brian Freeman, we're going to do um, – yeah, yeah, I was in Florida. I'm like, I'm a pig. I'm a big slob. <laughs> you know? But you fat looks – I'll, I'll tell you what, fat looks better tan. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it really does. But the next time, and I'm already looking at a trip in May, um, Frontier just makes it way too tempting. I think I can get a round-trip ticket for under 100 bucks. Regardless, uh, I'm going to go back 10 to 15 pounds lighter, and I'm going to do it with the help of you guys and Brian Freeman from Growers Organic because I'm going to just load a bunch of delicious produce into my body and do some juicing, which I don't really like to use the term term juicing, and we'll talk about that in in the kitchen at 645, because um, you need to macerate. You need to have that um, binding agent, and we'll talk about all this stuff. But the raw diet is what I'm going to do for a couple of weeks, and I'd encourage you, if you you identify with anything that I'm saying right now, we're going to make it easy for you to follow along, and I think that Growers Organic can provide you the produce as well. So we'll look at that in the kitchen. And then next hour, we're going full on distilling. And um, we're going to have Jay Johnson on from Bear Creek Distillery. We're going to have Ryan Negley on from Deer Hammer Distilling. And we're going to have Sean Smiley on from State 38 Distilling. What do they all have in common? Well, you'll have to find out in the next hour right here on the Modern Eater Show. And then we're also going to give you... Um, some great ideas for Valentine's Day, which is coming up next week. You don't want to be left flat-footed, so we did the homework for you. You can look forward to that all in the show, and uh, so it's a good one for you. We're going to break now because we need to get back and we need to get to business with Chef Brother Luck and Chef Carrie Baird, uh, contestants on Top Chef Season 15, uh, all filmed here in Colorado. So we'll do that. We'll take a break. Come right back. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. 
Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy'sGourmetHotDogs.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. That laugh just gets me every single time. We'll bring him on to the VIP line and waste no more time. And we've got him locked in and loaded. Both of them on the air with us right now. Let's introduce him. Chef Brother Luck, 4 by Brother Luck, and Chef Carrie Baird from Bardo. How are you guys doing? Hi, guys. Good. I love it here in both. I was so jealous last week. I was in Florida. I, I sat on the sidelines. I did listen to a little bit of you guys being on the show. But I'll tell you what, I've been chomping at the bit to talk to you myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker in studio, and Brian Freeman. Uh, let's catch up, you guys. First of all, uh, let's, let's go to the uh, chef killer, um, Brother Luck, just knocking people out left and right. Brother, man, I'll tell you what, I watched Last Chance Kitchen. Uh, and I watch it all. I mean, I just love it. And, and I don't know if it's because of you. Jay was saying that. But I really think that it's a kind of a cool competition. Just, you know, it's you got nothing to lose at that point in time. But, brother, do this. Why don't you tell us where you're at right now and what we, when we can look forward to knowing if you or Joe are back in the competition? Uh, well, so far, uh, I'm 5-0. I'm and oh. uh, I just uh, I've taken out five chefs. I just got done competing against uh, Big Joe for my sixth battle in Last Chance Kitchen. And uh, Tom left a cliffhanger. So on Thursday, we will find out uh, who makes the return to join the final four. Is it myself or is it uh, Big Joe? It's a big mystery right now. (laughs) Oh, man, you're just knocking them out left and right. And I think that that's the hardest climb. Um, for all the chefs, so as they get eliminated, they get to get back into Last Chance Kitchen. But you've been gone for a while now, right, brother? Hey, 
I, I told I told them all before I when I when I got eliminated on the German episode, I was very clear when I walk away, don't end up in Last Chance Kitchen because I'm there. <laughs> I have a newfound respect for you, brother man, and you are just killing it. You are doing such a great job on Last Chance Thank Kitchen. And I'll tell you what, uh, talk about a plot twist and and Carrie, who you know you've been in there the whole time, and it's coming. How many how many people are left in uh, Top Chef right now, Carrie? Uh, we're the top four. Top four. Congratulations, girl. Yeah, you made it another you. week. Uh, we, we got the opportunity to swing by after our dinner at Urban Farmer and, and see Carrie on Thursday night. And I'll tell you what, every time I see you, Carrie, uh, I just I, I light up. And you're just it's so awesome to be around. It's such a genuinely nice person. But the Super Bowl, you were at the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I, you know, that's a, that's a bucket list thing. And like we, Chris and I got to mark it off. It was awesome. You know, you mentioned, Carrie, on Top Chef how you didn't really give yourself a chance going into it, and now you're kind of getting your footing, especially on the show, uh, which is a, a really cool thing. But you doubted yourself for a while, and then you had the, the kind of this newfound, uh, I, I guess you would say, a newfounded um, assurance of yourself. Talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think that I just kind of like, you know, got into my groove, figured out how to play the game. And, you know, because I am a good cook and I have a good talent. So I, at this point in the show, I think I just figured out how to, you know, use my skills for each challenge. And, you know, it seems to be working pretty good. <laughs> well, so, uh, Carrie, this is Brian Freeman over here. And uh, I got something for you because I'm, I'm getting sneak peeks of the next show. You're cooking in the governor's mansion. You're meeting Hickenlooper and you're not making cornbread. So that's that's <laughs> big news. <laughs> I didn't make him cornbread. No, no. You made no. him. You made him, uh, him elk. Colorado elk. Yeah. That's nice. Right. nice. And that uh, Carrie J. Parker here, that Colorado elk you made, that was a uh, home run, according to everybody. On the, that had to be feeling pretty good from uh, the governor's mansion to hear them talk about your food that way. Oh, it was awesome, and I, I'm a pretty big, I'm a really big fan of the governor of Colorado, and uh, for him and the first lady to enjoy it was just like. Oh, amazing. I was so proud. So, yeah, the and myself. <laughs> the line of the night, Carrie, was uh, this time next year we'll be best friends. <laughs> you know, the last time I saw him, he called me by my first name, so validated. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, I, I just I just want to throw it in there. When we did do the premiere party, Carrie was uh, she was pretty uh, good friends with Governor by then. Rubbing elbows. <laughs> well, I mean, she's definitely yeah. the hottest girl in the room, so that helps I with her skills, know. and you know. <laughs> so, Carrie, we, we had a good selfie. <laughs> oh, did you really? You did. You really did, brother. <laughs> tell, tell me the truth, Carrie. You don't want brother back in this thing. Heck no. Heck no. <laughs> You do not want brother coming at you with this thing. Brother, if you do get back in, man, I got I to gotta say that probably I would make you the odds-on favorite because you just you battled head-to-head. You, you did the whole thing, and, and you're kind of used to the heat at that point. Uh, you know, I, I, I love the competition. Um, I, I, I always thought I went home way too early. I wasn't ready. I, I, hated, I hated that it was a technicality of, you know, not following the challenge and we're all trying to find our groove and, and learn the story and, and learn the learn the show. And if you don't figure it out quick enough, you're uh, you're booted. So I I had to take a different path, but I think that 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 path is uh, is no different than than how I've gotten to where I'm at. I mean, LCK is just missing the U, which is 
Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it kind of is indicative to just how you grew up, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I, I, I love it, fighter. too. So Telluride <laughs> is the next big stop, and if you do get back in, you'll make an appearance there in Telluride, right? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so. I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> tight lip, brother, and tight We've never been able to get Okay, so season 15, um, Top Chef, it's coming down to it. On the phone with us right now, Chef Carrie Baird at um, Bardo. And Chef Brother Luck, are you in the kitchen down there for by Brother Luck, Chef? Oh, yeah, we're getting ready for a wine dinner right now. I've got a, I'm watching the, the chef table get set up, and we've got a table coming in and a full row of tickets. That's great, man. Thanks for taking the time out. First of all, uh, highlights uh, so far to this point of the season. What are your takeaways? We'll start with you, Carrie. Um, what, what's the standout moment for you thus far? The single moment? Or yeah. Just a general... just, just a really defining moment for you with throughout the whole competition. You know, like there's nothing, you can't really replicate the feeling of winning something. So when you win in a, a quick fire and elimination challenge, that is just such a natural rush. Like that's been the best part. How about you, brother? Uh, I think it was beating Bruce. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, you know, Bruce is such a, he's such an icon. And, you know, I, I think for me, there's a sense of validation looking at, you know, taking two out and taking Tanya and taking Claudette and Fati and, and Bruce. I mean, it's, it, those are such high-profile chefs. I mean, that, that's, that's... Well, chefs, it's Shea Parker here. I mean, that has to be a different feeling, too, brother, to where it's like when if you're, if you're with all the other chefs and you don't go home, you didn't necessarily beat anybody, you just didn't lose. In, in the LCK, that's, that's face-to-face. They're picking me over you. So that's, I would imagine that's a different feeling than the general show. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, it's such a sense of, you know, you, you got to cook. You got to go straight up, and I, I think Carrie and myself are probably the two most uh, versatile chefs um, that could, could adapt to flavors and scenarios. And Last Chance Kitchen plays off of that like nobody else. So it's an all Colorado final, is what you're saying there? That's <laughs> I, that's I mean, what I'm hearing. We, we couldn't have written, we couldn't have, we couldn't have given them a better storyline. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I really love the uh, Tom. Um, Chef Tom there, who's the the, the kind of he's he's pretty critical, but he he's really straightforward guy, and um, and he's he's so much more relaxed than SBK. I mean, it's like he is the show, and he's like messing with you. And last chance kitchen, he's having fun. So I, I we got to see a different side of him there. It was so funny, man. Here's your takeaway line from last chance kitchen this week: is uh, no stop with the emotional terrorism. I I started saying that early in the season and it it was pretty entertaining because it, I, you know, there was, there was some of the, some of the cast and and some of the production uh, team that, that were using that. So I I think even, I think even one of our handlers or her cake said emotional terrorism. (laughs) It it was good, man. It was good. And I really like how they're just um, showing you in that last chance kitchen and you, and just, I mean, you're, you exude this very like I'm not gonna lose attitude, and I just love that about you, brother. I really do. Hey, I don't mind getting knocked down. You know, you just better start running when I get up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, man. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens here on the next. So eight o'clock. Uh, be there. Be square. 
Um, don't goof. Bring your proof. It's going to be a, a knockdown drag out. Carrie's going to – we'll figure out if she's going to continue on, and then we'll see if Brother Luck is going to get back into the competition. And I think it really heats up from here. I'm just hoping that it plays out the way I have it in my mind, which it probably won't, but I'm hoping it plays out that way, you guys. I love you both. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, the beauty, too, is, is you're talking the last six chefs that are, that are still kicking, and two of them are from Colorado. You can't. Yeah. We, 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 have, we have definitely represented our state well. Very, yeah. very well. Uh, brother, field trips in our future. We're going to come down there and grab you at four by Brother Luck, and I encourage everybody else to do that. Tell us what you're doing for Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm going to be running around with my head cut off. Uh, <laughs> do you have a special <laughs> dinner going on? <laughs> yeah, we're booked up. Uh, we're going to be doing um, all of our favorites, uh, lots of aphrodisiacs and lots of chocolate. So, and you're in for a treat because brother can cook like nobody's business. So can you, Carrie? What are you? Are you all full on Valentine's Day, Carrie? Yeah. Well, we're getting close. I think there's a little bit of room left still. So go check it out. So Carrie, uh, yeah. Carrie Barrett, executive chef at Bardo Denver. It's two 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 seven West Thirty Second Avenue, and Chef Brother Luck, four by Brother Luck at three two one North Tihone Street in Colorado Springs. Go give them a shot. They're both definitely worth your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Talk to you later. See you next week. All right, there they Bye. are. Love it. There they are. Yeah, there. <laughs> Curious. Speak to it, Jay. You, I mean, you were close to her. She's just a. She's just a uh, just a nice person who happens to be an amazing cook. You know, it's one of those things to where when you meet, she's she and Greg's the laugh. She's got the laugh. She's just a, a, an infectious person to be around. She's that, uplifting. That, that's yeah. That yeah. Uh, that uplifts. Yeah. Everybody around. You know those people you're like, oh geez, this is gonna be an emotional drain. Just yeah, me. Yeah, you. I'm one exactly. of those people. And, and she gives it back. She gives you the energy back. Yeah, she kind yeah. of like restores your energy where yeah. you'll and then you'll deplete it. Brother's like uh, he's like the guy that you want to be your friend as a guy. He's Rocky to me, man. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Luck. It's like I want this guy on my side. Yeah. No matter what we're doing, I want him on my side. I don't want to be against him in anything. Joan Brewster, executive director of the ACF. Uh, President's dinner coming up again. It's uh, Monday, February 19th from 6 to 9 p.m. at Stanley Marketplace in the Stanley Hangar. Uh, you're going to want to go. It's a great thing. So check it out. Uh, I'll share this to our Facebook page so I don't have to confuse people. So during the break, I'll do that. I'll share this uh, event to the Modern Eater Facebook page. If you're interested in going, it'll be right there for you. We'll be there. Uh, myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. We'll come back with Joan Brewster and Chef Christopher Moore, and we'll talk about this uh, President's Dinner, which I'm really looking forward to. We'll do that and more when we get back. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Brews beers at 67th and Pecos. Belgium, a country the size of Maryland, is home to more than 600 beers. Belgians take their beers very seriously, and Belgian beers are some of the most interesting beers in the world. If you'd like to sample fresh and authentic Belgian-style beers right here in Denver, the place to go is Brews Beers at 67th and Pecos. Brews does only Belgian-style and Belgian-inspired beers, and we do them like nobody else. Doubles, triples, quadruples, saisons, ambers, fit beers, sours, and specialty ales. There's always a great selection at Brews Beers. Sample a flight, take home a crowler or two, and bring your dog. They're always welcome at Brews. 
take a beer tour of Belgium without leaving Denver. Bruce Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 1675 West 67th Avenue, Denver. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of the Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at the Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures, and I look forward to you being my next guest. Okay, TJ is trying to line up Joan Brewster right now on the phone. Chef Christopher Moore's on hold, so we've got that there. But right now, it's A-plus beverage solution time in Jeff Rourke. I talked to Jeff Rourke on the phone uh, the other day, Jay. And uh, we're going to go to lunch with him at the new Tap 14 on Thursday, which I'm looking forward to. He did the installation of their draft lines. 70 of them. 70 of them. Mm -hmm. Most trusted man in the business. I'll tell you what, talking to him on the phone this past week, I said, hey, man, what are you up to besides? uh, And I think it's either his or his wife Kristen's birthday today. They share a Facebook page. And so it confused (laughs) me as well. So happy birthday to to Uh, one of you guys. But I said, what are you up to? And he rattled off off from Chicago to New York to California. They're flying them all over the country because, again, uh, he's the expert of installing draft systems, maintaining draft systems. And I got to wonder, probably the maintenance is pretty easy because he installed it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If he's installing it, he's doing a great job. And Jeff Rourke uh, specializes in the installment and maintenance of all of your draft line needs. 20 years in the business, he works with restaurant owners and managers to make their tap dreams reality. Punchbowl Social, Lost Highway Brewing, Old Chicago, uh, Lucky Pie, Tap 14, their new one, like Jay just said. Uh, 70 lines of delicious Colorado craft beer. And uh, you need to pour your beer the way the brewer intends it to taste and to the, 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 the whole thing about pouring inefficient beer not only is it tacky it doesn't taste good and if you're pouring inefficient beer jay and brian what are you doing you're pouring your money down the drain please do not pour your money down the drain spend a couple of bucks and get an a plus on your report card a plus beverage solutions and jeff rourke 720-272-3809 720-272-3809 it's jeff rourke and a plus beverage solutions my name is Chef Keegan Gerhardt, owner of D-Bar, and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Cool. You are listening to The Modern Eater show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman from Growers Organic. At some point, we're just going to say Brian Freeman from The Modern Eater show, right? But I just, that Growers Organic, it's it's your deal, it's your baby, it's a wonderful business, and I just think that people need to know that that's who you're attached to, right, Brian? Turn your mic on. We'll teach you how to be a radio guy. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. I can't thank you enough for that, by the way, because Growers is my baby. It's it's one of my passions of bringing small farmers to the table 
as much as I can because they're not getting the recognition that they should. They've got better food half the time. They care about what they're growing and the flavor. And right, if you're a chef, what are you looking for? Yeah. Flavor. Absolutely. And in this day and age, Greg, it's Jay here. It's so important. It's never been more important than right now, which is because it's today as far as what you're putting in your body, you know, and think about it and and do some uh, do some homework. I've been calling him the organic guru. He is the organic guru. And we'll talk about next uh, segment in in the kitchen. We're going to talk about juicing delicious uh, raw raw diet vegetables. In the meantime and in between time, uh, I I may have made a, a mistake and said seven thirty to Joan. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but TJ is trying to get a hold of Joan right now. Um, but we do have this gentleman online right now. His name's Chef Christopher Moore, and uh, Club at Ravenna. Right? How are you, That's Chef? Right. I'm doing well, Jay. Uh, Greg. <laughs> well, I'm here too. You can say hello to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Brian too. And Brian, ah, we're thanks, doing great, thanks. man. We're doing great. Uh, even better when we sit down and eat some delicious food at the President's Award Dinner, uh, hosted right. by the ACF Colorado Chefs Association. Joan should be on with us right now, but maybe I messed that. We'll catch her. We'll catch her if she's around. She'll pop in, okay. and, and we'll grab her. But uh, none better than you, because this is uh, close and, and near to your heart. So during the break, I did take the opportunity to hunt down this event page on Facebook and post it to the Modern Eater Facebook page to make it easy for you if you want to go. Tickets are very reasonable, but I want you to just set the stage. And it's Monday, February 19th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Stanley Marketplace in the Stanley Hangar. What are we That's doing? Correct. Why are we there? What are we going to see? Yeah, so that's our that's our uh, for our chapter. Uh, that's where we honor our outgoing president Scott Smith and welcome in our new uh, president uh, J.P. Kraus. And uh, uh, chefs from our chapter were working. Uh, there'll be ten food stations and uh, silent auction, and we're all cooking Colorado products. Uh, you know everything from uh, pork. Uh, one of our one of our chefs is going to have his, his uh, whole smoking rig outside and he's gonna do a bunch of bunch of smoke pork and stuff and um i'm doing i have i have like three items on a table uh we're doing lamb we're doing beef there's all sorts of food to come in and you get to actually watch chefs cook and mingle with chefs and how many chef stations are there chef there's there's 10 stations wow so th- there's not going to be a shortage of food no there's n- never a shortage of food um two uh two cash bars and uh like i said it, we have a silent auction which benefits benefits our chapter because we are a nonprofit. Um, and it's just a way of just getting our name, you know, letting letting the Colorado community know who the Colorado Chefs Association is and who we are as a, as a group and what we contribute to the community. And, Chef, isn't the Colorado Association bigger than any of the other associations? You guys yeah, are rocking have, it here, right? We have, the largest, we have the largest chapter in the nation. We're also the only chapter in the nation that has its own and runs its own apprenticeship program. Talk about that apprenticeship program. So yeah, so we, you know, we instead of instead of people going to culinary schools and spending thousands of dollars, we have a it's, it's learning on the job. So so people that want to become chefs, they they go to work at a sponsor house. So like Club of Ravenna is a sponsor house. I'm a sponsor chef. I also teach second year apprentices, um, and they go to class. They go to class at Metro State once a week, and we you know for five hours and we cook, and uh, they learn uh, they learn the trade uh, just by on the job on the job training and it's a two-year program and it's far less expensive and um it's you, you really get to work with the up-and-coming chefs people who are passionate about what we do 
So club at Ravenna, it's a, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know. I guess if if, if you if you want to go get some dinner, you can't uh, at club at Ravenna because it's a private club on a beautiful golf course, and they're building you a brand new digs as well. We had that right. opportunity to go up there and eat with you, and I think that uh, I'm gonna have to buy a house at club at Ravenna <laughs> uh, so that I can eat your delicious food all of the time. And your bar program is amazing too. Uh, it was so much fun catching up with you. I've been playing hooky. I was off last week, um, and so I don't have an update on what you were trying to accomplish with your box of goodies that you were going to oh. send out. But could you give us an update on that? Absolutely. So yeah, so uh, the box actually shipped today. I, I finished packing it last night. I had uh, quite a few people donate, Brian included. Thank you very much. Um, a lot of people donated stuff. I had, as we're doing dinner service last night, we had members were coming in and dropping things off for me which is absolutely amazing uh got it packed and it shipped today so it's on its way um could be could be more proud could be more thankful it shows how uh how generous coloradans really are and uh it really made me proud to put that out where'd you ship it to i shipped it to uh the SICAP, which is the center for capacitation it's a it's a vocational school in santa cruz at lake atitlan in guatemala and uh, it's to benefit their culinary program and also to uh, – I, I sent some personal items to – personal kitchen items to the staff at uh, Isla Verde, which is a resort I stay at uh, that's right there on the lake because their staff, they do amazing food. In fact, their kitchen staff are graduates of the SICAP program. Yeah, you're not one to do it, but I'll um, I'll tell you to do it. Take a bow, man. Um, you're doing great things, and, and your heart's just so big and generous, and – you found a need and you fulfilled it, and and that's just um, top of the mountain, man. Top of the right. mountain. Thank you, Greg. Um, and that's something my grandmother always taught me was just to give. You know, you, you give and don't expect anything in return, and and if you just give generously, then life will be good for you. Here, here, um, yeah. President. Cheers to you, Chris. Yeah. You're incredible Thanks. guy. Incredible guy. President's award dinner. We'll see you there. We're going to be doing some interviews. You're going to sit in uh, with them, uh, with us. Right. Absolutely. And, and it's Monday, February 19th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. If you love good food, uh, this is a no-brainer. Uh, go yeah, get... I mean, for, for $40 bucks to come in, I mean, you're going to eat amazing stuff. You know, for $40, you can't beat it. And then uh, if you're so bold and you want to get a table, it's like 370 bucks, and yeah, I mean, up to ten people. Listen, we just dropped 500 at Urban Farmer two nights ago, and um, so uh, didn't blink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do the right thing. President's Award Dinner. Jo- join us there. Thanks, Chef. Thank you. Have a good night. There he is, Chef Chris. Thanks, more. Just really, I mean, another. Listen, you know how lucky we are, you guys. The guys, yeah. the people that we associate with. I, you know, I don't know if I said it on the last show or the show before that, but I, you know, I don't think that it's a coincidence that in the food and beverage business, you run into so many people that are that generous and giving and think of others before themselves, because it's a business that typically you have to earn your stripes on the way up and you have to put in a lot of hard work and you have to, you know, get, get, do work for nothing. And it, and it's like, you don't do that unless you're just a passionate person that has, you know, your eye set on something. And that's the quality in a human being that is, that does think about other people before themselves. Well, it's it's thankless. And think about this, Jay. Brian Freeman here is, is you. how many times have you ever seen anyone walk back into the kitchen and hand the chef a 20 for a tip? Mm-hmm. You know, Or a I line mean, cook. Yeah, or any of or these guys. Or a dishwasher. Guys. Yeah. We, who, we, who wants to be a chef. Yeah, we give our thanks to yeah. the person who dropped the food from the master in the kitchen, these guys and gals that are 
you know, bring in food that is they're still working hard. Yeah. Oh, they're all working hard they're still for working sure. Hard. But, but, but there is a dichotomy thankless. there. Yeah, there is a dichotomy there. Next segment, we're going to jump into Brian Freeman's head. And uh, I got to press the reset button myself on my body. I just know I need to. And the, none better than um, eating delicious, organic. But but I want the, I want produce. I, I want to inject it into my body. And none better yeah. than juicing. But I don't like to use the word juicing because it, it's a whole different thing with, with maceration. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about how I'm gonna reset my. Are you gonna do a two week well, thing with me? Uh, look at my face right now. That's I, I think we can bring color back into your face. I take a break and let's we'll talk about it when yeah, we come back. With Brian Freeman yeah. next hour. Uh, and my phone just beeped. I'll bet you that's Jay Johnson from Bear Creek Distillery. It's been a long time since I've got to catch up uh, with Jay. He did say he's here. So Jay's going to run down and get Jay Johnson, and um, he's going to run down and get Ryan Negley from Deerhammer Distilling, and then Sean Smiley is going to visit with us from St- 30, State 38 over the phone from Steamboat. But when we get back, it's Brian Freeman time from Growers Organic right here, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com, and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. 
Love gluten-free things and John Irvin. It's fantastic. We'll actually peek in with John after the top of the hour for a few minutes because he's doing some great things for Valentine's Day as well. But in the meantime and in between time, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman from Growers Organic. Uh, I'm a big pig right now. I, I mean, I don't know how big of a pig, but I'm 10, 15 pounds overweight. And I know, and it changes with the seasons. I know, yeah. and I think a lot of people in Colorado struggle with that just because, you know, you, when you're in the deep freeze. Got to bulk up. You kind of turn to the food and you turn to the beverages and it just gets, but you don't want to be flat-footed and, and and especially me. I mean, I care about it just when, when I'm feeling it that weight and the clothes fit differently. And so I need to push the reset button. And I know because I, I know a thing or two about health and nutrition and you can't go wrong when you're putting good ingredients in your body and none better than growers organic who is sourcing um from far farms far and wide that are you you do the homework for everybody uh you're getting great produce into growers organic and it's something to where i know that if i go this route and, and i push the reset button get that hypothalamus going uh again and and kind of get on track to where uh, speed up my metabolism. Yeah, well, and clear your head out as well. Absolutely. I mean. So I want to spend the next five minutes talking to you that for two, I'm going to do the two week challenge and I'm going to eat raw uh, for two weeks. And it's it's not going to be difficult, but there's a detox process that your body goes through, especially with sugars, uh, yeah. especially with carbohydrates and all of those types of things that go along with it. Uh, but I'm a firm believer in this and I'm going to do it. So juicing. Uh, juicing is an interesting thing for the longest time. People thought you put juice into a juicer and you come out and you've got this really um, uh, consistent, uh, you know, a juice. But wow. it, when you see all of those crystals in there, so what you're doing with a juicing is it goes right into your bloodstream immediately. So you're giving yourself an insulin spike right off the bat. Yeah. Well, and you're helping in the digestion. Too. So you you need to have a, a binding agent, which there's a lot of fibers in in juices and you don't want to take that out by the juicing process. So I'm going to do some macerating. Uh, neither here nor there, but kind of you can follow along with what I do on Facebook. And I think Brian's on board for two weeks. I'm going to get Jay on board for two weeks. Um, yes, Jay. He's flinching. He's flinching. I'm just What's thinking on one there? week would be good for me. I, two just seems like the end of the world. You'll no? be okay. Oh, You'll no, be no, okay. no. It'll All go right. by faster because the deal is, is by the end of the first week, you're just going to be grumpy. Hey, you just start getting into your I don't think so. I think it, you're not depleting. You're actually, I'll probably feel better than ever because I don't think that I'm getting the right nutrients in my body right now as far as well, I'm it's not, not getting that enough the, produce. Yeah, it's, the, the, it's part of what happens in that cleanse because remember, you're really detoxing your body because you've got, you know, we put all kinds of different things in our body. That hey I'm I, you know I'm guilty I like I I love our guests here are, are sorting their whiskey bottles and I I'm getting excited, but the reality is is when you're eating this raw food you're starting to cleanse and that's you know one of the things I want to talk with you guys about tonight because we've got you know you can do a a detox you can do one just just for everyday health and then you can do something for energy I and you can approach it from a sweet you know a savory. There's so many different directions that you really can go. And then what could you put in after you juice it that's still a liquid that's going to be easy for your body to digest? So I, I can't have, uh, like, corn or beans? No, there won't be any of that in this juice. What are we going to drink? Well, so, I mean, on the detox level, I think you could you could go with something like zucchini, cucumbers, cilantro, lemons, 
ginger and parsley, the zucchini cleanses is a metal detox in your blood. So that's cucumber a, does amazing things. Yeah, oh, as cucumbers well. like I mean, it yeah. was so good for the metabolism. How about in so cranberries? Many ways. They've got a lot of. Uh, yeah, the phytonutrients and stuff like that. It's it's tricky with stuff like that because it's a seasonal, and you know you can only get really fresh cranberries. Gotcha. So we're working with what you've got seasonally. Yep. There, and it's right now. It's real. I mean, then you go like a healthy a healthy juice. You're looking at ginger, turmeric, which you know I've always called turmeric like a little hippie juice, but it's so good for your body. We're finding out that you know turmeric's an anti-inflammatory. And all the things that that does for you. Then I throw some romaine, cucumbers, carrots, and beets. You know, that's like a daily, just a health kick you in the in the rear. Um, but then if I'm looking for energy, you know, definitely put down the Red Bull. Put down. I, who needs a Mountain Dew? Are you serious? What about uh, coffee? Well, you know, one it comes from a bean, so I will give you that. But when you're getting juiced up. And you drink a coffee, it might have some crazy effects on your body. So you got to be careful because anything you do on the on the peripheral of this uh, juice cleanse, it might it might scare you a little yeah, bit yeah. with some some coffee. And but I, let me get into the energy real quick because you're looking at like ginger, lemon, cucumbers, beets, carrots, and put a little apple in there for something sweet. And you know. I, have I said anything that's turning you off? Have I no, said anything? That I mean, you're afraid I, this, of? and this is no joke. I do this almost every day because I'm living 80 20, 80 vegan, 20, whatever. But I do uh, baby spinach, an apple, ginger, and a jalapeno almost every day. That's, that's my breakfast, lunch, and then uh, dinner time. I just derail everything and, and it's whatever I can get my hands on. Well, so we I, can throw that jalapeno in your energy, babe. Yeah. That's where it and goes. And I might not go full juice. I might, I might, you know, eat an apple. You know? Yeah. I might yeah. have a banana. Well, you want that fiber, you know, bananas, you're getting potassium. Yeah. You know, if we even talked about like a sweet, you know, more of a smoothie juice, that's, you know, but I think what, what Greg, you were saying is so important about the fiber. And, and you don't want to give that up out of your diet. And, mm -hmm. and some of the things that people don't know about juicing, you don't want to heat the juice up because it's actually taking vitamins out when you change the temperature. Okay, so we're going to follow this for the next couple of shows, and I think it'll just be really cool to uh, talk about. And I think it's a great opportunity for Growers Organic as well. So we'll have all the information up on our Facebook page, and I think you'll find that it uh, might be something for you too if if – if that's your jam. Uh, next hour, we're going to, at the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to jump in and uh, give you some Valentine's Day ideas. And then at 7.15, it's full on uh, down with the brown whiskey bourbon. Mm. Love it. Mm. Uh, none better. Jay Love Johnson, it. Bear Creek Distillery, Ryan Negley, Deer Hammer Distilling. And then uh, on phone, he'll uh, Sean Smiley will join us as well. See you in the next hour. I want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. Cheers to you. The second hour of the Modern Eater Show starts right now. Right now. Greg Allenbeck, Jake Parker, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic. We're all in the house on deck. Uh, starting next segment, Jay Johnson, Bear Creek Distillery. Uh, Ryan Negley, Deer Hammer Distilling, and then uh, joining us by phone will be Sean Smiley from State 38 Distilling. I said, what do all these folks have in common? Uh, find out next segment. In the meantime and in between time, let's do a little bit of housekeeping because I said, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. You don't want to be left flat-footed. 
And especially if you have dietary restrictions, none better. John Irvin, gluten-free things, dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada. His cupcakes kill it. Um, I just had one of his chocolate chip cookies he sent me home with, and I forgot that I had it, and I found it in the fridge, and it was sitting there. Blew my mind. Yeah. And so if you have dietary restrictions when it comes to gluten-free or even vegan, and we've seen people cry at gluten-free things, just saying, you know, I I, I get to have a birthday this year Mm because I can eat John Irvin's um, Mm gluten-free. And let's go to the phone right now because, and we have Mark Whistler on deck too, and we're going to talk about what's going on at the goods for Valentine's Day. Uh, Let's do it right now. I think John Irvin's here with us right now, aren't you? I am. Hey, John, how are you? Doing very good. I, I've been sitting here listening, and you and Jay are going to be eating it in the raw. We're going to eat cold out, but going to eat in the raw. <laughs> kind of cold for that. Isn't it? Leave it to you, John. Leave it to you. Uh, the reason why you're on the show is because none better than you. And uh, Valentine's Day is around the corner, and you've got a bang up cupcake. If you're not gluten free, if you're not vegan, if you just love delicious cupcakes. Um, gluten-free things, a dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada. Are y'all stocked up with those cupcakes? We are. We're uh, making them like they're going out of style. And another thing is that what I've mentioned, not only our cupcakes, but our pancake waffle mix. Yeah, you know, make more. You know, when you're sitting there, uh, like on Saturday morning or something like that, make your woman a good waffle with our gluten-free you can make it either gluten-free or you can make it gluten-free and vegan, but you can also make crepes with our waffle pancake mix. And so uh, you know, you've got a, quite a wide variety of things that you can make for your uh, person of love interest. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, wake them up with a delicious breakfast. And like I said, if, you, if you're, you know, uh, again, celiac such a small portion of people, but then there are lifestylers, and there are people that just don't feel good when they eat gluten. They have, uh, you know, uh, their joints hurt. They have headaches. They, they don't know why, but then they el- eliminate gluten from their diet, and they just feel so much better. So uh, I encourage you, John Irvin, you're just, you're just doing the work of God. Uh, you're out here. Uh, Brian? Yeah, Greg, Greg I got to ask. John something about it's that frosting and if anyone's had his cupcake and his frosting that's that's off the charts um but I want to ask him the big question is is the chef told me once never put frosting in the refrigerator because it ruins it it John where's the truth to this well you know to be all honest for me uh you know we'll put it in the that's probably you know traditional frosting and stuff I don't know. We, uh, you know, you got to keep it somewhat cold uh, to be able to keep it, you know, kind of hard and, you know, I mean, so that it uh, doesn't melt on you and stuff. But, you know, I've never found a problem with it. But, you know, chefs know more than I do. I was an engineer. You know, what do engineers know? <laughs> well, you know gluten-free, my man. So glutenfreethings.com is where you can check out um, everything gluten-free and your offerings, and I'm just so excited for this new year with you, man. We're going to get gluten-free things uh, everywhere we possibly can so people can enjoy it and not live in the shadows again. I always say that people with dietary restrictions, uh, and especially in the culinary world, uh, they're they're not catering to them, and I think it's a big miss. So, uh, John, thank you so much, and we'll catch up with you again next week, right? Sounds good. Thank you very much. You guys have a great Valentine. Thank you, you too. Much. Thank you. There he is, John Irvin. Uh, so, speaking of that, 
we're going to jump to Colfax right now and the Goods Restaurant, uh, my favorite local neighborhood uh, restaurant and bar. And Mark uh, Mark Whistler is online with us right now. Myself, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. How are you, Mark? Good. Thank you guys for having me on. You betcha, man. I've been I've been playing hooky out of town a little bit. I'm back and um, yeah. I'm rested and ready, and uh, we're we're ready for people to try out the goods. Are you a, a sunbird down in uh, Florida and your speedo? Hey, man, I changed nationalities. I really did. <laughs> hey, Mark, it's Jay here. So I said he left Greg and he came back Gregorio because he, he looks Colombian. No, I'm a sexy Mexi now. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. He's one of those guys that absorbs it. You know, I'm the guy that just burns and I, and I look like a, a monster. He, he absorbs it. It sits well. Mark, what's going on for Valentine's Day, buddy? Well, we're, we're going to serve up a whole bunch of love. Um, we're pretty excited. We're, we're doing a uh, $35 per person three-course dinner, and uh, it, we have seatings all evening long. That comes with uh, two free glasses of champagne per couple. And we, in those three courses, we have uh, some pretty pretty amazing items. In the first course, we have a uh, butternut apple soup with vegan creme fraiche, and then we also have a asparagus and roasted tomato salad with wild mushroom dressing. And then we also have a seafood sampler, which will have smoked trout mousse, shrimp with cocktail sauce, and a house-made gravel. What's for dessert? Um, and Well, for dessert, that was just the appetizers. But we, oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, just I'm, the first course. I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking, geez, what is 35 bucks a piece? What a bargain. 70 bucks. You got a couple yeah. of champagnes, too, and the appetizers sound fantastic. What's for the main? So for the main, we have a, uh, a linguine with clams and lemon. Uh, and then we also have a portobello with soft polenta and tomato garlic sauce option. And we have a vegan curry as well and a steak with garlic mashed potatoes and chimichurri sauce. And that should be a 10-ounce uh, USDA choice. Shut your mouth, man. 35 bucks, you're giving it away. <laughs> yeah, well, we, uh, you know, we, we just like to... to have a, have a whole lot of love in the restaurant. Nice. Linguini yeah. and clams, that is my jam, Mark. Is it? Yes. No. I can't, linguini and clams, yes. Linguini and clams, yes. Well, we were yeah. in last night, Mark. You didn't know. Greg and I snuck in under the radar. Um, we didn't announce ourselves. We uh, had a great burger, um, Caesar salad. Best burger on earth, I will tell you. And yeah, it's it was good. It was really good. Named that way. Uh, and then, of course, um, Jack behind the bar and everybody that you got going on there, Mark. It's just the goods is where you want to go. Reservations encouraged, I'm sure. Yep, absolutely. And you can book that online on our website or open table as well. Or they can call the restaurant at 303-355-5445. 303-355-5445. Yeah, don't miss out. Do it now. I, I mean, absolutely do it now. Give Mark a call. Uh, call the restaurant there, and uh, we're going to push people uh, your way, but I think it'll probably sell out here soon, so don't don't miss your chance there. Uh, it's my neighborhood bar. It's the goods, and I appreciate everything you do, Mark. We, we really appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. All right, man. There he is, Mark Whistler. Thank you. Huh. Yeah, such a hidden gem, that place, the goods, you know. Anything we could do for uh, for Mark there, it's it's it really is a diamond in the rough. Every time it's, I'm there, yeah. it's popping off, and their yeah. brunch is delicious as well. Um, but that menu that he has laid out, it's just like that's a no brainer right there.
If you're on the other side of town, the bindery is Ooh. going on, and we love Chef uh, Linda Hampton Fox. And the bindery is um, just a, a new restaurant that's really making an impression on the Denver culinary scene. Well, breakfast, lunch, dinner. She has this pastry that if you haven't been there, you got to check it out. Her pastries, all made in-house and just everything. I, the other day, I went in for breakfast and I didn't have to even sit at a table. I, I right at, at the front door, I was able to get a, chi, a Philly cheesesteak quiche. Get out of town. I mean, it was everything I wanted for lunch in breakfast. What, where was I going wrong? Did you do so? Uh, what's going on at the bindery? Do you know for Valentine's oh, Day? Yeah, she's uh, she's going to be doing a very special menu with a lot of things that, you know, rose petals in the food. Um, she's got green strawberries coming in that will be brought from a special farm because uh, the strawberry market's quite uh, interesting this year. Um, I she's she's bringing in. Probably five things that no one else in town is going to have, and uh, and that's just I think Chef Linda's style. She she is doing stuff that is, you know, next level. And we're so lucky because we work with so many of those next level chefs. I mean, not only growers, but here at the Modern Eater. I mean, it's been such a great compliment because everyone we talk with at the Modern Eater is taking what they do in the kitchen to the next level. Well said. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, I got nothing. I don't have anything to add to that. Thank what you, Brian. What I do have is uh, laying down the hammer, deer hammer in the house. And uh, we're going whiskey down with the brown is what I say. And uh, Jay Johnson, the best dad in the world, mm-hmm. taking time out. And the best beard in the really world. He really is. I mean, listen, Jay Johnson. Oh, man, I love this guy. It's been a while. Bear Creek Distillery. Um, Ryan Negley, Deer Hammer Distilling. And then on phone, Sean Smiley from State 38 Distilling. Stick around. You're going to love what's coming up right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston-Fox, owner of the Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, 
France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at the bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest. Hi, this is uh, Certified Master Chef Ed Janos from Cook's Fresh Market. And you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it in the iHeart Studios. Greg Holland back. Jay Parker, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic. And we get to introduce these gentlemen on uh, TJ. will have their microphone. I love that you just did that. Uh, Ryan Negley. Deer Hammer Distilling popped his microphone right on. He says, I'm ready to go. He seems like a pro. We got to welcome you to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. So we've got a full house. So when anybody talks, say, you know, hey, it's uh, Ryan. Hey, it's Jay Johnson, probably because we have another Jay in here. Um, but the two and only, the uh, hardest working man in show business. He's uh, the best father in the world as well. It's Jay Johnson, Bear Creek Distillery. It's been too long. What's up? It's great to be back, guys. <laughs> Uh, we tortured you with a, uh, a, a smell and taste experiment the last time you were here. I want to say that was like two years ago, something like that. Probably. You know, well, I've hold, held on to the therapy bills that I'm going to send you guys, but it's been about <laughs> eh, probably two and a half years, I would hey, think. Here's a shocker for you. Sean Smiley's not on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is Ryan laughing at that. Yeah, this is Jay also <laughs> laughing at that. Yeah, TJ, you called him three times. You did? Yeah, he's in Steamboat. Um, maybe with a little too much State 38 distilling. You guys, you know, you're, you're, you're cutting new road here in Colorado. There's great things that are happening, but you two have teamed up for a – and I really don't know what it is. So I'm going to learn, just as everybody else does, who wants to take the lead on, on your affiliation with each other. <clears throat> all right, so Ryan here, um, <clears throat> you know, as, as all, of the, all of us as a group, as the Colorado Distillers Guild, um, we've all kind of been together and, and, and kind of helping each other work out for a long time. And, and uh, Dawn Richardson over at uh, Rising Sun Distillery, she kind of <clears throat> spearheaded this project of, of creating, without, uh, without a better analogy, the, the Colorado version of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. And what it is going to be called the Colorado Spirits Trail. Um, so what it, it's a natural physical map, an interactive map online as well, uh, that you can see every single distillery that's part of the guild in the state of Colorado and go visit them. And uh, the map will also have listed on it what's available to do around those specific towns, cities, neighborhoods, et cetera. Did uh, Sean, Sean Smiley, did he, because he did mention something about this, and he said once you take the, if you make it around to every single, single Colorado distillery, you come away with a bottle from each one of them? <clears throat> if you're one of the first 24 people to do that, okay. yes, that is correct. Well, hey, <laughs> your your odds are good. Just saying, how many? It's going to be a pretty. This is Jay. It's going to be a pretty prolific feat, in my opinion. Yeah, I want to go from Buena Vista to Durango to Hotchkiss. I don't even know where Hotchkiss is. Um, Colorado Springs, you know, all throughout Denver. It'll be easy to get through the ones in Denver. Sure, but it's going to take some dedication, and you know, it's. It, I'll be interested to see 
the first person that does it. I was uh, I was I was uh, hosting a Denver Whiskey Club event the other evening, and I was telling some folks about this about this whole affair. And there were some programmer guides in the uh, in the group, and I saw the wheels turning. I was like, "Well, what do you guys got going?" I was like, "Oh, we're we're gonna write code." We're going to find out the opening hours and put it all together and the drive times and weather increments and all that kind of stuff. So there's some people already pretty excited about this whole project. That's smart, what you were just saying, yeah. actually. How fit. could you not be excited about getting a free bottle? I mean, come on. For well, me. it's not just one free bottle. 20. The first 24 groups get 50 free bottles each. Wow. wow. So I, how, so yeah. there's 54 distilleries? in the, How many distilleries? Uh, 52, I believe, in the on the map for the guild this time around. Um, we're going to be updating the map online once a quarter as more distilleries get on board. So 52 weeks. In the, is there a time restraint on, on this? The first 24 to do it from the date of February 24th. From So just go, right? Just go. And so 52 weeks in a year, 52 distilleries. Maybe you could do one a week. That's probably optimistic to do that, but... Uh, <laughs> That's cool. Start out at uh, Bear Creek, right? Sure. What's going on? How long have you been in business? So we've been open since November of 2014. So I've poured some bourbon here for the fellas, and that's the fruit of our very first barrels, if you will. Those were filled in 2013. Um, Wait, you're kidding. This is what what we're getting right now? Yep. The straight bourbon, what you're drinking, so those, those barrels were laid down 2013. And, it, I mean, metal. you've got metals hanging all over you for this. We've done really well for um, – I really feel like we've been uh, accepted as peers in the in the state and nationwide for that matter. Um, I really feel like the accolades have helped, but we really are still waiting for the embrace of the public. You know, um, We're still very grassroots. Uh, we definitely support each other. Like I mentioned off-air, Ryan and I are partners in crime and always toss each other – bones when we can um but things are going really well 5280 named us the best distillery in denver last go around so how much did that cost you um let me see that <laughs> kidney <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but it was nice things are <clears throat> things are going great yeah. i mean i can remember the first times i ever came here and pouring you guys silver rum yeah because that's all we had i know yeah and so now I we know. have 10 spirits debo still with you oh yeah running the ship over there jeff still Making the hooch in the back. Nicest guy in the world. Oh, he's one of the hard work, hardest working guys I've ever known. I've, I've been looking at – I stalk you on Facebook, of course. I need to come into the tasting room more often. But you had limited hours in the tasting room. We, back, we back. used to. Yeah. yeah where are you, what are you doing now? Uh, we're open every day but Monday now. Wow. Yep. So Congrats. We've got a pretty lively lively crew over there. Um, still lots of DJs. Uh, Valentine's Day, we're doing a cookie and – and cocktail pairing. Awesome. If people are still looking for something to do on Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's, Where, it's Jay here. Where's the cookie coming from? Uh, <laughs> Jay's house. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> some Keebler elves, probably. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of why I kind of <laughs> walked into that. I just wanted to. Yeah. Shazam. Jay. I wanted to be part of the show, so I'm trying to do some social media yeah. stuff. But I got. I have a question. Where's the cookie? Co- it's like, yeah. shut up. No, <laughs> <laughs> stop asking. We're talking whiskey. Be, Don't worry about the cookie. He's quiet. obviously got that on the mind from, you know, he found the one thing that wasn't really hiding in his refrigerator because... If you've seen his refrigerator, he's a bachelor. There's nothing in there. There's uh, well, listen. This, this show is not about me, Mr. Freeman, and I would appreciate it if uh, we focus our energy on uh, Jay Johnson from Bear Creek Distilling and uh, Ryan Negley from Deerhammer Distilling. Yeah, uh, just, but you're right. And, and to finish up with Jay Johnson uh, talking about Bear Creek, um, 
you went to Bear Creek High School. We did. We uh, the four founding partners and myself. We all went to Bear Creek High School. The crew. So when people wonder, well, why is it called Bear Creek? They're not in Bear Creek. Right. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, there it is. A bit of confusion sometimes with that, but uh, we came up with a lot of really stupid names. Like what? Oh gosh, I'm not even gonna let those see the light of day. <laughs> but uh, someone was like, "Let's just call it Bear Creek." You know, it has a bit of a iconic ring to it. Everybody is familiar with the the imagery of the Bear Creek mm-hmm. with the the creek itself and. You go to the phone book, and there's three And your pages. lineage with your fellas. Right, exactly. You know? You know. I mean, that, Jay, that's a story. Every good business has a story. Right. And th- and that's a great story, just you fellas all linking up there, and that's kind of your commonality. Right. You know? That's that's what ties you all together, Jay. I was going to say- You want to tell us what's in your fridge? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Jay, Jay, uh, hypothetically, if you could say one name that would have been a dumb name- for it oh, is geez. there one that you could just say maybe this would somebody thought this at one point i just point? don't want to blow up my partners you know because right. they'll know exactly <laughs> okay we'll, get it, well each, guess but... what i'm gonna get it off the air for my for my personal whiskey knowledge. creek it's we're uh, a lot of times we're beer creek uh people will reference <laughs> us as beer creek and uh, what kind of IPA do we make? That's always gotcha. a great one. Well, you, if you want a beer, you got great neighbors over there with Declaration. Yeah, they're still in the hood. We've yeah. got, um, of course, Law's Whiskey House down the street. Right. Um, well, but yours is so much beer. better. You're doing yours here, right? I mean. Yeah. Well, this... Al, Al's doing his, his whiskey there, too. Yeah. He's uh, he's the big dog in town right now. So. And if you want to buy some weed, you're on the Green Mile. Yes. It's all there. Antiques, cars. The Broad, whole... Broadway's the best. Yeah. It's uh, South Platte, right? Yeah. What's the address? We are at 1879 South Acoma Street. So yeah, essentially have a two food blocks. Truck out there? Is it two blocks or to the west? of One block west of Broadway, one. two blocks north of Evans. Um, for whatever reason, the food truck model doesn't necessarily work for us very well. It's tough. It is. You know, it's yeah. we're more of a um, stop by before dinner, have a drink, or stop by and have a nightcap. Yeah. Okay. We make a stiff drink. Um, so not a lot of people come and... Session, what was my favorite? Will. That strawberry balsamic. Sub- yep, the balsamic smash. It's delicious. Still on the cocktail. That one's survived out all it? this time. You know, it's interesting. In, in our resident uh, distillery, Rocker Spirits in Littleton, they're getting their footing now. And um, But you have to, all the ingredients have to come out of your tasting room. Everything you use has to come from Re- you. Everything. And that gives you your, your, uh, your other line that you do. Are you still doing that? Uh, no. No? Okay. Nope. That, uh... Scratch that. Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind. Those guys hightailed it out of Denver. That was it? Yeah. I guess I'm going to skip this portion of the segment. <laughs> I will. No, no, no. Bible <laughs> or slander yeah, anyone. I want to bring you back here because uh, this is Brian over here, and I'm a foodie, so I like I, I like what's coming out of the earth. You've got some ingredients that have to grow, right? right? Yes. Are you Talk to me about your sourcing on that. You know, are you using heirloom varieties of grain? Are you using local grain? Are you? We using... do lo- We use uh, local rye and local wheat. Nice. Um, we get those from a co-op on the Eastern Plains. A uh, little shout out to a couple gals named the Whiskey Sisters. Ah, good hey, girls. ladies. Good so, girls. hello, ladies. They're great gals. Um, and you know, with the trolls that are in the distilling industry, when you see those nice young ladies who are cute and polite. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace, you know. Yeah. Um, and none better, smarter than a oh, whip, you know. They fill the void, you know. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know their story, but sort of an abbreviated. They had a farm that no one wanted to work. I mean, their um, 
families all were very successful enough to send the kids away that they became professionals and pretty soon there was no farmers. So they wanted to save the family farm. Sorry, ladies, if I'm getting this backwards, but <laughs> they wanted to find something to do to keep the farm viable. And so they approached the distilling industry and they've killed it. They've done a great job. Um, and, and they're they're supplying a lot a lot of the whiskey you're drinking here locally. It is whiskey yeah. sisters are in the mix. It is true. Yeah. They they've been a nice addition. Um, and local, 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 local. Know, what's you know what's wrong with that? Yep. Majority of the distilleries uh, who are green to glass in the metro area, and I know Ryan. Ooh, that's sure. a new term for me. Green to glass. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> that's just the declaration stating that we're making our own spirits. Yeah. So it just follows right along the side where where if a bottle says distilled on it. In the state of Colorado, they're a grain to glass distiller. They're they're one of the good guys. Got That's it. what it is. Right. Got it. Grain to glass. Ooh, right hook thrown. Grain to glass. I thought you said green to glass. <laughs> but grain to glass. Um, we're sampling some delicious uh, spirits right here from Bear Creek and Deerhammer, and um, we're going to do this properly because we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. I, I gave us a whole bunch of time in this hour, cool. so we've got another half an hour just to chop it up. Awesome. All of us. So um, we're going to dig into Deerhammer. When we get back and hear their story, twenty ten, twenty ten, the business was founded, uh, opened doors to the public six years ago last month, right, right on Main Street in Buena Vista. What's this term, man? Uh, raconteur of spirit? Ah, raconteur. Raconteur. Oh, that's you know this is actually I'm going to give a little shout out to my friend Taryn at Leopold Brothers. She uh, she put a a post up on 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 her social media. We're all, all of us are good buddies in this whole scene. You know we we. We all get along quite well. We all know, you know, kind of each other's stories, and and we all are playing the same game, so we all get along quite well. And <clears throat> Taryn had a uh, a little gripe with uh, fake, uh, we'll call it the fake news of uh, of of job titles from all of us, because you know we're kind of having the times of our lives, you know, working. F- we would get to work with booze. We get to work right. with like handshake deals with all of our friends, and and it's kind of fun. So. Uh, if I had, you know, the sales manager, state of Colorado on my title, it's, you know, it's not quite as fun. Maybe Taryn, next time I'll just leave out the title. And uh, she was giving all of us, all of us a, a hard time about I the silly titles one. that we have. I got a new one for you. Uh, you're the Bon Vivant of whiskey. That's already taken. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Actually, uh, another shout out to my buddy, Adam Harris, who's the uh, uh, bourbon ambassador for, for all of Jim Beam's bourbon spirits. His, uh, his handle is at, uh, at Bourbon Vivant. Ah, got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, never mind. I know. <laughs> never mind. All the good ones are taken. So Rack on Tour just means storyteller. All I do is tell stories about whiskey. We'll see if we can get Sean Smiley on the phone with us. I'll tell you what, last time he was in studio, first of all, he's just fun. And then he he took us over to his uh, neighborhood bar there, Don's Mixed Drinks. Yeah. We shuffleboard with him all night long. and That guy's a machine. He's a guy's Don't guy. Don't drink with him. He's a guy's guy. Well, we did. <laughs> well, we well, did. I think he's because he's so short. He, you know. Yeah, yeah right. There's really, no way to put it. He, he, yeah, he just packs it in. And, <laughs> and so, you know, there's another guy. You know, he, he just... Um, it, it's running through you guys' veins. You love doing what you're doing. All right, we'll dig into Deerhammer Distilling in the next uh, segment here. Uh, talk about them. Jay, it's a pleasure having you in studio Glad here. To be back. We'll continue on right here, the Modern Eater Show, iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. 
infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Brews beers at 67th and Pecos. Belgium, a country the size of Maryland, is home to more than 600 beers. Belgians take their beers very seriously, and Belgian beers are some of the most interesting beers in the world. If you'd like to sample fresh and authentic Belgian-style beers right here in Denver, the place to go is Brews Beers at 67th and Pecos. Brews does only Belgian-style and Belgian-inspired beers, and we do them like nobody else. Doubles, triples, quadruples, saisons, ambers, fit beers, sours, and specialty ales. There's always a great selection at Brews Beers. Sample a flight, take home a crowler or two, and bring your dog. They're always welcome at Brews. Take a beer tour of Belgium without leaving Denver. Brews Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 1675 West 67th Avenue, Denver. Check us out at BrewsBeers.com. All right, back to the show. And momentarily, we will continue on talking about spirits. Uh, right now, Jeff Rourke, A-plus Beverage Solutions. Uh, I just think the world of the guy is the, um, he's the guy that's putting in draft systems uh, all over, far and wide, at places that really care about how their beer is poured. And uh, Jeff Rourke at A-plus Beverage Solutions, you want to get an A-plus on your report card. Maintenance is a big deal as well, especially a lot of the build-outs that um, – you're getting a little age on them. You need to get your lines cleaned. You need to get a, a, a because it's really tacky. It's gross too. When when we're brewing delicious Colorado craft beer, the brewer wants it poured like it's intended to taste, and sometimes not so much. Don't waste your money. Uh, if you're pouring inefficient beer, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Please, uh, I beg of you, don't do that. Don't don't look silly. Don't have that foam pitcher next to you that you're scooping out spoonfuls. Greg, and of. a lot of times, too, you're saving more money when putting in an efficient system than you are in beer loss. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do it. Uh, get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 720-272-3809. Again, we're going to have lunch with Jeff at the new Tap 14th. Uh, Tap 14 on uh, 19th next to Keegan Gerhardt's place in D-Bar. 70 draft lines that he installed. So you know you're getting delicious beer. And uh, Ryan Earls, the GM at Tap 14, uh, he's making sure we got, he's got the right lineup. So when we see Jeff Rourke this week, we'll get all caught up with him. And in the meantime and in between time, uh, do the right thing. A lot of industry people listen to this show. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke. He'll do you right. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hi, this is uh, Certified Master Chef Ed Janos from Cook's Fresh Market, and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio, and uh, we'll continue this conversation with these guys in studio. Just happy they made it down in the storm. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic. Uh, we're hosting the show this evening, and you're uh, listening to the voices, the beautiful dulcet tones of Jay Johnson and Bear Creek Distillery, uh, Ryan Negley, Deerhammer Distilling, and then uh, Sean Smiley, who's uh, here he is, finally, Sean Smiley. Uh, we'll go to the VIP line because there he is, State 38 Distilling. How are you, Sean? Hey, doing well, guys. How are you? Got some good guests in studio tonight. <laughs> they all said, a great lineup. I said, Sean's going to be on the phone. They said, uh, where's the door? 
We're out of here. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come it's only on. half cold. true. That's cold. That is cold. Everybody. Uh, you guys love that. Uh, Sean. Sean loves you guys. Uh, last time he was in studio, he talked about you guys by name. And this, uh, I think it, it deserves to be reiterated on this collaboration project and also this uh, trip around Colorado uh, that people can take to all of this, the distilleries. So, uh, Sean, give a little breakdown of that again, would you? Yeah, the Colorado Spirits Trail is uh, kind of like the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, but but we're not isolating it to just bourbon, right? We're we're opening it up to vodka, gin, whiskey, uh, agave spirit, you name it, all the wonderful craft spirits that are made from scratch here in the great state of Colorado and uh, allowing folks to get a map to visit each of those wonderful craft distilleries in the state. Uh, if you uh, accomplish uh, visiting every one of those distilleries that are on the map, you actually get a bottle from every one of those distilleries. So about 50 bottles of booze that you can walk away with. Uh, first 25 people to complete the entire map gets a bottle from every distillery. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just uh, Jay Parker here, Sean. How you doing, buddy? That's a, I mean, if you're somebody that enjoys spirits in general, but let alone that you're going to roll into that it's all Colorado and it's all just your local guys, that's a no-brainer to get. Uh, it's quite that, the feat, though. That's quite they, the, uh, I mean, I don't know how anybody could do that. But, I mean, 24 people, just go. Just do it. Start yeah, it. Yeah, think of how many young people we have that aren't employed right now. They're going to be all over that, you know? I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of people going around the state getting this. I, I, I think it could be a good race, you know? It's like Cannonball. You do have to yeah. spend $10 at each distillery to get your stamp. So oh, you we know, prefer employed, but yeah, we'll take unemployed. Yeah, you get welfare checks of, I think, like 140 bucks. You know, there's 14 a month we'll right take, there, we'll you know? Take $10 of it. So before we broke off, Sean, we weren't certain whether you were going to be able to join us or not, but we got you on the phone. We were going to come back and talk about Deerhammer distilling and, and with Ryan Negley. So Ryan's in studio here. Here's what I want you to do. Put on that host hat of yours, Sean, and walk us into Deerhammer and, and uh, Ryan Negley, would you? Yeah, without question. I mean, the, the, the true definition of craft, y'all. I mean, these guys these guys do it right. They, they've got a, this really cool custom-built still with a, with a fire, a real, real fire flame underneath it, uh, make, making booze literally from, from scratch, from grains, actually, a lot of times uh, sourced here in Colorado as well. Uh, if, if you're looking for the definition of craft Colorado whiskey, then uh, Deer Hammer is it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> that's good that's good uh now lead them into uh tell us about deer hammer <clears throat> oh, you mean bear creek i'm assuming <laughs> well <laughs> yeah uh, yeah both so uh deer hammer distilling and, and again i and i'm a little flat-footed but uh so ryan can, can you do you have a tasting room can you <clears throat> yeah 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 deer hammer so again we're right on main street and what we call downtown Buena Vista, Colorado. Uh, we have a second stoplight, so if anybody's worried about the traffic, you know, plan ahead. Um, but, you, you know, throughout the wintertime, we've got our winter hours because we're a big-time summer town. You know, the river runs runs BV. Um, so big, you know, hiking, biking, camping, kayaking, river sports, all that kind of stuff. Um, so our winter hours are, are 4 to four to 10, <clears throat> uh, five days a week. And uh, summer hours, uh, noon to late into the evening uh most evenings there uh down in bv all summer long so that's what we're doing uh business hours wise otherwise 
Sean nailed it pretty much on the head. We've got a beautiful little custom still that as soon as you walk in the door, um, you see the bar, and right through the bar is a window that you see the still cooking more often than not. Uh, wow. Uh, we need to get there ASAP, Jay. Well, it's Brian, a, are you it's up a for day a trip? trip. Totally. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't we drive in the morning, go down there for a lunch? Um, do we bring our own food if we're going into the distillery? Or if the summertime, absolutely not. We've got a wonderful food truck, the Buena Viking, which is actually the very first employee of Deer Hammer Distilling, quit about a year and a half ago, and now he's posted up on the patio serving the most amazing burgers um, all summer long. So he made it all of 25 feet out the door, still working kind of on Deer Hammer premise. So you want to hear something weird is uh, you, you've got some place in town there called Lettuce Head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's Tom, the owner of Lettuce Head. Bobby. Beautiful be shop Mars-ish. in town, by the way. Yeah, I mean, well, you're in a little town and you've got fresh organic produce all day long. I think I think as a general mindset of of that area of the state is is you know as as locality as possible and and, and kind of treating yourselves treating yourselves well and 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 you know imbibing well it's well you know that's what we're help, helping out with there and you know you got Eddie line down there and you've got the whole Arkansas River Valley um, which is uh, I think five breweries two distilleries and a winery so. There's some good things going on down there. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. It really is. Well, and I'm thinking if we if we get there, then that'll be number one on our list. And why don't we give this a shot, guys? If we, I mean, well, what you need to do is get that map for the Colorado Spirits yeah. Trail. Come down, get your stamps. You're halfway on your way. I think so. I really do. And and none better to talk about it than us. I, I would assume. <laughs> Sean, what's up with uh, Don's Mixed Drinks? Your get your local place. We tried to get in there to play some shuffleboard last night, and some guys gave us. A, do you have to put your ID up there now and register with the bartender, or were they just giving us the runaround with that? The guys that were at the table. No, man, you got to put your ID up on there. And, and you know what? It's a very competitive little dive bar when it comes to the shuffleboard. So. Either come strong, you don't come at all when it comes to Don. Telling you right hey, now, real quick, it's not Don's mixed drinks anymore. It's like called Don's uh, Denver Tavern, I believe. Club Tavern. Oh, really? Yeah, Don's Don, Club, Club Tavern, Tavern, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, everybody in the world still calls it Don's mixed sure. drinks, but it's an LPC bar, and they changed yeah, the name. It's, it's little pub company. Mark Virgins is uh, the top dog, so to speak. And uh, I tell you what, man, I, I know Mark very well as a neighbor of mine. He'll tell you that that bar is rock solid unstoppable and it truly is man it's just a great dive bar everyone likes to hang out there hey i gotta tell you sean and i don't know what you think maybe you thought i was, you were holding me up but uh, i think we were a good team at shuffleboard i don't think I we did. lost if anyone on the radio right now wants to take us on i'm telling you right now <laughs> we'll do this shot for shot whoever loses buys a round of shots I think we drank the whole night for free, man. <laughs> we did, buddy. We could do it all night. <laughs> I think, and it was it was such a good time. And then finally, you you know, hey, you're a responsible family man. So at some I point, ghosted, man, I ghosted. Let's, let's, let's call it what it is, man. That's I ghosted. right. You didn't even say goodbye. <laughs> I forgot about that. You just ghosted out, man. I, I love it. Uh, one thing you don't ghost out on is the um, Colorado distilling community, and uh, really, I think the world of you, Sean. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. Hey, I appreciate being on the phone and uh, and being on the radio. And, and moderator, moderator, you guys are fantastic. Sa- safe travels. Are you are you skiing? Uh, I'm watching a fireworks show here in Steamboat, man. It's, it's killer. <laughs> I love it. There he is, Sean Smiley. Thanks, Sean. See you guys. Take okay, care. there he is. Uh, he's got a pretty cool distillery himself. That guy lives the life, man. He does. <clears throat> yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's doing it. He's probably, you nailed it, he is a huge proponent of Colorado craft he's I think he's been close to visiting almost everyone on the guild yeah 
and he's our guild president. I yeah. don't know if you guys yeah. knew that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that's new now, Jay, or is... No, uh, well, he is the months, new right? president. Yeah. Uh, another character, P.T. Wood, <laughs> was uh, the uh, previous president. Is that a play on names, P.D. Wood? P.D. Wood. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> it, it makes sense, yeah. though, doesn't it? So um, <laughs> the other thing with this project that we're doing with the, the Spirits Trail... Um, is we're also trying to galvanize the guild itself and sort of create a powerful, not a, a powerful body and a voice for what we're doing. Um, you know, Colorado has a, a strong presence. Uh, I, I think I heard Ryan mention that per capita, we're number one for the number of craft distilleries in the state. <clears throat> yeah, number, number one per capita on craft distilling in the whole United States. I, distilling in general, doesn't matter. We have more distillers than, than Kentucky does, so right. we're, we're killing it. Hey, guys, how did we get there? How did we get there? That's what I was going to say. Brian, Jay here, I was going to say, Ryan, why do you think that is? Why do you think we have so many here in college? Uh, well, the pure fact of the matter is uh, an X amount of years ago, dozen to 15 years ago, tax levy was changed. So uh, the whole idea of craft distilling became feasible for, for the for the small producer. Um, before, it was, it was just uh, un, unattainable unless you had a very hefty sum of money. Um, so that's kind of where... the a huge component of the craft boom. That's where it started. And of course, I mean, guys, we're in Colorado. This is one of the most progressive states, especially with small business. Um, the entire craft brewing community, um, other craft growing communities, and obviously, you know, craft distilling communities that all all three of us are kind of well for said. You. Well said. <laughs> Greg, I know we have to take yes, a break we and we'll come back for Booze in the News, but I think a good segue into Booze in the News would be like, uh, we're such a progressive state when it comes to everything, especially food and beverage. Where do these two amazing distillers see see our future? I mean, what else can like we it. do? We do have to take a quick departure, probably a two, three minutes, because uh, Joan Brewster, we did I did schedule that wrong. So uh, the ACF dinner that's coming up, the President's Award dinner, uh, we're going to check in with her, talk about that momentarily, and then we'll resume with these guys for the final stretch of the show for a few minutes. And if you could hold that thought, Jay, we'll revisit it. <sighs> Holding. Thank you. All right, Greg Holland back, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic, Jay Johnson, Bear Creek Distillery, and Ryan Negley, Deerhammer Distilling. You heard from Sean Smiley right there. Thank you, Sean, for coming on the show. We'll be back in a flash. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multigrain bread with rosemary mayo and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items, the Paleo Bowl. With house-smoked pork, wood oven roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce, it's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers. With a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? 
thegoodsrestaurant.com. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy'sGourmetHotDogs.com now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. <laughs> I like it. All right, I take full responsibility, and we're going to get right back to work here. Um, th- this woman, I really, really, um, she's just in my heart. And uh, Joan Brewster, who is the uh, executive director of the uh, ACF Colorado, and join, uh, joining us online right now is Joan Brewster. Uh, welcome to the Modern Eater Show, Joan. Thanks, Greg. How you doing? I'm doing great. Now, you're going to come back with us next week, and we're going to do a little uh, long form. But when 6.30, I think I misspoke, probably told you 7.30. But uh, Chris, right. Christopher Moore did a, a, a great job. I know that you sent us the direction of um, – Chef, uh, Chef, who, who, who is it? Hartnett. Oh, Patrick Hartnett. Yeah, Hartnett, yeah. I, and I talked to him. It's Jay Parker here. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I Jay. talked to him. He had some phone things going on, so we're going to have to reschedule him. But I think we'll get him in studio next weekend. Yeah. You can rejoin us there. But uh, we're just uh, beaming for this, smiling ear to ear, because it's Monday, <laughs> February 19th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the President's Awards, and you'll welcome the uh, incoming uh, Colorado um, president, and it's uh, Monday, February 19th, 6 to 9 p.m. It's at the Stanley Marketplace in the Stanley Hangar. Now, there's tickets available, and we made it real easy for you to go to the Modern Eaters Facebook page, and we shared the event. And by the way, Joan, get me hooked up with whoever does your social media because put us on there as um, organizers for this so it'll show up on the Modern Eater uh, and then we can funnel people that way. But uh, don't goof on this one. Uh, get get going on it because it's going to be a great lineup. Could you spend just a couple of minutes talking about what this means? Sure. Every year we try to honor our Colorado culinary community. These chefs are the most dedicated, talented people you will ever meet. And each year we try to come up with a theme that will be exciting to showcase our wonderful chefs. And uh, we had a chef, Greg Matchett, that is with U.S. Foods. He had been asked to go and judge a student culinary competition in Grand Junction. And on his way, there was a horrific snowstorm. And to make a long story short, Greg spent 11 hours in the snow, not stopping so he could be there to judge for those students. And I said, Greg, you're a hero that you would do that. And he said, well, they needed me. And therefore, our theme this year, Colorado Culinary Heroes. And so we're very excited to talk about what all these chefs do, not only when they're cooking for the public, but when they're giving generously to the community. So it's going to be a wonderful evening. We have 12 leading Colorado chefs preparing dishes for everyone. Uh, it's just going to be extraordinary. So I hope people will come. The public is welcome. As you've already said, it's, tickets are $40. Come out and meet everyone. It's so exciting. And the hangar at Stanley Market, having you all there doing a remote 
it's just going to be exceptional. Hey, this is a no-brainer. Forty bucks, uh, <laughs> you can get a table of three, three seventy, three fifty, something like that. I was, we were talking uh-huh. to the guys. We were at Urban, Urban right. Farmer the other day. We dropped down five hundred for a couple of us, and it was like, you know, if you love good food, and it's just it, this is what you want to do, and so for it's- such a reasonable price, Joan. Uh, and and these heroes, you gave me goose pimples when when you said that. Um, you'll come back on the show next weekend with us. We'll get a long run at it. We'll talk more <laughs> in depth. We'll get more chefs on. Uh, but it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a hey, good year, guys. Mama. You are the best. Thank and you. We are so glad you're going to be with us. And thank you for getting me on anyway. That was great. Let's do this. Okay. Thanks, Joan. All right. Okay. Bye bye. I love that woman. I yeah, she's a good. Love one. that woman. Uh, you dudes love food. I love food. Have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we bring you with us, huh? Monday night. It's one of those things where it's Monday night. You have no excuses. I bowl Monday. <laughs> you bowl? You do you really? Bear Creek Store has got a kick-ass bowl. bowl. It, excuse me. Yeah, we have fine. a great bowl. <laughs> <laughs> What's your average? Kick-ass. Uh, gosh, back when I actually used to bowl. No, no, now. Now? Now. You can't use like when I was in high school. I mean, <laughs> back when I was in shape to bowl, you mean? Yeah, that's uh, right. Back at Pol Kai, six <laughs> touchdowns, one game. That's right. Let's that's Let's do this. Uh, we've got a couple, two minutes left in the show, and I want you guys to go right at it. It's called Hearts and Trails. It's Saturday, February 24th. Here's another no-brainer. At Mile High Station from 3 to 7 p.m., Jay Johnson, go. Uh, you'll never have, well, up until now, you've never had a concentration of this many craft distillers from in Colorado. Uh, it's all Colorado. We're, it's You're not getting any of the big guys in there as far as beam and uh buffalo trace and those guys it's 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 your it's your neighbors it's your friends and this is truly a chance for us to showcase what we're passionate about and uh cocktails bites sips nips and sips and all of the above yeah i mean this is the culmination of actually i mean a lot of hard work this is uh, the colorado spirits trail and the colorado spirits trail map um is is a really big deal for us um the, the the ties that, that Colorado Distillation has to to agritourism and tourism in general, the event itself is actually backed by sponsorships from both the Office of Economic Development as well as the uh, Department of Tourism of the state of Colorado. So um, it's a legit thing. It's not just you know a few of us kind of throwing some hokey things around. This is this is legit. This is totally this is meant to 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 uh, uh, beam a lot of uh, tourism dollars to these distillery towns, and we couldn't do it without all of you. <laughs> what Ryan said. What Ryan said. Yeah. Hey, listen, I looked at the two parts killed it on this one. I'm just going to say yeah. um, great job, everybody involved. I know the the Colorado distilling community would not embrace it with the numbers that are out there if this was not a good thing going. Everybody's right in. Everybody's, Everybody's in. Everybody's in, and that's a hard thing. You guys are like rounding up cats. Oh, it's it's been it's been an interesting few months. Yeah. I bet. I have to join us on any Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon and have for a nice meeting. It's fantastic. Yeah, there's not a lack of drinkers in Colorado, so And this is the, no. this is the good good. And if you uh if you find yourself on this ticketing site or you find our, our, our social media and you get yourself to the ticket, just don't forget to use the discount code Deerhammer. Oh good <laughs> Or Bear Creek. Yeah, that works. Or Bear Creek. I gotta thank you guys. Thanks so much. Jay Johnson, Bear Creek Distillery, Ryan Negley, Deer Hammer Distilling, uh Brian Freeman, as always. Great job. Thank you. Good guys. job. Jay Thanks, Parker. Guys. Thank Can't you. Can't do it without you, my man. Thank Can't you. Do it without you. Thank you. Uh TJ behind the glass. Just Thanks, TJ. Killing it. We'll do it again next week right here at the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.